Welcome to the Worthy Bitch Podcast, the place where we discuss all things self-worth so we can stop living life as a victim and start living life on purpose. My name is Autumn. I'm your host and the creatrix of The Worthy Bitch. I am so excited that you have made the decision to embark on your Worthy Bitch journey. Now let's dive into ourselves. So have you been thinking about starting your own business but just don't know where to start or what that is even supposed to look like for you? Do you have a passion to share your unique skills with the world? Have you been thinking about starting a business but just don't know exactly how or where to begin? Well, this was me just a few months ago, so I started doing research on how to start a soul-centered business around my passions and I found Angie Lee in her niche training program. It was exactly what I needed to help me gain the clarity I was so desperate for at such a pivotal time. So why is this niche training awesome? It helps you gain clarity over your target audience, branding, and content, helps you figure out exactly who you are speaking to, and learn how to create the content around your specific avatar, and learn what an avatar even is. Helps you reach more people by nailing down who you are speaking to in order to better reach those who are specifically in need of the things that you have to offer and to do so more effectively. Business is all about confidence and nailing your niche helps us develop the confidence around all aspects of our business. I am so excited to share this program with you so that you too can create that kick-ass business that you have been dreaming of and start sharing your passion with tons of amazing humans along the way. Check her out to get all kinds of content about niching down and marketing and all that good jazz. Link is in the bio. This episode is all about putting on your big girl or guy panties, and taking care of business, right? Stop complaining about the things you don't like in your life and change them. Why do we do this? Why do we complain about everything else when it's in our control? We can change it. So let's talk about that today. What is it that you always catch yourself complaining or nitpicking about in the life that you live? Just think about that for a moment. What are your biggest complaints and your biggest nitpicks? What do you always find yourself hating, wishing was different, whatever it may be? You got it? Is it your body? When you look in the mirror, are you mad about what you see? Do you hate the person looking back at you? Do you wish you were in better shape? Do you wish you had the body of your dreams? Do you look at people on social media and you look at their bodies and you're jealous of their rock-hard abs and, you know, their, their muscles or, you know, whatever? Is it your health? Do you wish you were healthier? 
Do you look at everybody and think, oh man, if only I could be healthy, then I could really do the things that I wanted to do in my life. If only I had better health, then, you know, my life would be different and I would be happy. Is that you? Is it your diet? This is a big one, and this one is directly related to health in most cases, and in my opinion, and from an Ayurvedic perspective, in all cases, your diet, do you wish you could just put down the Twinkie already and eat that bowl of spinach instead that you have know that is better for you and is going to make you feel better, look better, be better, and you just can't do it, but you want to complain about it? Or maybe it's your occupation. Maybe you hate your job. Maybe you want to tell your boss to suck it. I know that that's been me many times in my life. And I'm probably not the most excited to say that I don't, I think I have done that. You know, I don't know if I've necessarily used those words, but I've definitely not handled everything the way that I know I should have when it comes to the jobs that I've had in my life. It's a learning experience. Do you wish you had the courage to go after what you really want and to have the career of your dreams? Are you looking at all these other women that are entrepreneurs and, um, you know, owning their own business or making six figures in corporate America and they seemed like they're just so thrilled and you just look at them like, oh man, I wish that could be me. I wish I could do those things that they do. They look so happy. But I can never do that. Is that what you tell yourself? Oh, that can never be me. Lying. Lying to yourself. <clears throat> Maybe it's your relationships. Mm. This is a big one. I know this one right now I feel like is one of my main things relationships. Do you want to be a better friend, better partner, mother, sister, brother, father, whatever it is, however you, you know, whatever it is that you are and wherever you feel like you're struggling, do you want to be better at that? Are you always like, if only I could communicate with this person in my life, then our relationship would be good? How can you better show up and communicate with those whom you relate When it comes to the things about ourselves that we do not love, why do we beat ourselves up? Why don't we look at those things and instead think, okay, now I see that these things do not bring me joy, so how do I shift this into something that will bring me joy? It's that simple. And I know it sounds a lot more simple than it really is, but it really is that simple. It's just about taking the first step. Change always feels daunting it always feels impossible before it's done I think that goes for everything it feels impossible until it's done but it's not impossible if you see other people living the life that you want then that is your invitation that is for you to know that it is possible for you too that is not saying that since they have it you can't and I think a lot of us get stuck in this victim mentality where we feel like, oh, we, we see all of these people on social media and online and, you know, when we go to work or the grocery store or wherever, and they are living the lives that we wish we had and we're like, oh, you know, that just wasn't in the cards for me this time. Maybe next time I'll be born a princess or 
whatever you want to be, whatever it is that you want to do, an architect or whatever is going to bring you joy, it's not that those people were born that, it's that they chose to become that. They did not wake up one day and they were just, you know, they just had this perfect body and all these perfect relationships and their health was phenomenal and, you know, they ate super healthy and they never had to try and, you know, it was just effortless for them and they were just born that way. I've never met anyone like that. And if you have it's probably a lie. (laughs) It is probably complete bullshit because they, people are not born perfect. People are not born knowing how to live life on this planet perfectly. That is something that we have to learn. That is something that we teach ourselves. It is our responsibility to show up for ourselves every single day in everything that we do. It is our responsibility to be that person that we want to be and not complaining about the fact that we're not doing it and acting like it's out of our hands when it's our life. Now, don't get me wrong. There are things in this life that I do feel are out of our hands and there are some terrible things that happen to people that are are out of their control but for the most part for the sake of this episode what we are talking about is the things that we can control which are most things like the things that I mentioned your body your health your diet your occupation your relationships those are all things that are in your control you choose what your body does every moment do you not is there anybody else telling you exactly what to do with your body all the time other than you I don't think so. And if there is, you need to get away from that person and your health. Is there anybody else that is going to make you healthy other than you? Is there anybody else that knows what's going to make you healthy other than you? No. It is up to you to figure out what that is and do the research to do the hard work to have that health because that's what you want, right? If you want to be healthy, make yourself healthy. Maybe it's your diet. Oh my God, this is such a big one for people and I don't understand it. I do understand because I have struggled with this myself as far as emotional eating and binge eating and stuff like that goes, but the diet is the easiest thing to change. King, it's okay, bud. The diet is the easiest, sorry, that's my dog. It is the easiest thing to change. You control 100% what it is that you put in your mouth every second of every day right? There's nobody shoving Twinkies and Ho-Hos down your throat, unless you are. So instead, let's pick up a carrot or whatever it is that is going to get you closer to your goals on your diet plan. Start small. You don't have to make a drastic change overnight and just, you know, all of a sudden just go 100% raw vegan, or plant-based, or whatever it is that you think is maybe your ultimate goal, but you feel like it's completely intangible and that you'll never be able to get there. Well, I've got news for you. Those people didn't start like that either. They made a conscious decision within themselves to 
be that person and they made the necessary steps to get there. And you can do that too. And I'm saying this right now because it is something that I have to remind myself of on a daily basis. I'm constantly talking myself through things and convincing myself, you know, to be better and to do better. And anytime I find myself beating up on myself or just thinking negatively about my life or the things that when I look in the mirror or this or that, whatever it may be, it's like taking a step back and saying, hold up, no. I'm not going to let myself become a victim of my situation because I know that it's in my control and there's something I can do about it. If it's triggering me and if it's bothering me, then I need to take a closer look at that because there's obviously some changes that need to be made with that subject or whatever it is with that thing that's triggering you. Communication with relationships. This is a huge one because a lot of people do not know how to communicate One, because they might not feel comfortable to communicate and express themselves freely. Or two, because they over-communicate, they feel threatened whenever someone else has a different viewpoint from them. Or it could possibly be a combination of the both. But that is something that is 100% completely in your control. You control the words that come out of your mouth. You control if they come out or if they don't. You know inside the things that you need to express, the things that are important for you to say because you can feel that, right? Pay attention. The next time you hold back and you don't say what it is within reason, I'm not saying like go cuss somebody out right now, but <laughs> if when you hold back what it is that you need to say, you can feel You can feel that block inside. You can feel your throat locking up and it creating a blockage and that is terrible. That not only blocks your throat and your creativity and your self-expression and whatever it is you may be trying to create in your life, it blocks all of that. It blocks and then also it can create dis-ease in the body. Dis-ease. The lack of ease. Disease. You know, like when people have uh, laryngitis, for example, because they lost their voice. Hmm. Well, I wonder what could have possibly caused that. Are we misusing our ability to speak? Or are we not using it? Something to think about because that's very important communication and relationships and learning how to communicate to the people that we choose to relate with in a healthy way to find a middle ground so that we can learn and grow together and not shut each other off and become offended and become a victim of the relationship and then place blame and point fingers. That's not what we're trying to do here. That is not how we expand. That's not how we grow. And we know that. And it's your responsibility as a spiritual person to make that correlation within yourself and realize when those things are happening it is your responsibility to make sure that you guide the relationship and the conversations in that relationship in the way that they should go and not to let them go in a way that is not serving that relationship and you have that power and it's not a hard thing to do 
sometimes the best thing is just to be quiet and move on to something later. Sometimes we have to learn that we don't always have to have every conversation with every person in our life, right? We might want to talk about X, Y, and Z with our mother or our father or our sister or our brother or, you know, our best friend or whoever it may be or your partner, but that does not mean that they necessarily want to or are ready to hear that. And so we have to look at our lives and our relationships and everything everything actually with discernment and to figure out when and where and, you know, there's a, there's a time and a place for everything. And so instead of getting offended at the people that we relate to because they are not receiving us in the way that we wish them to, we can look at them with compassion and just recognize that they're not ready. That's not where they are in their life yet. And we, as the, as the enlightened, you know, we are maybe a, a little bit further down on our path. If you're listening to this, then I feel like you're a little bit more enlightened than a lot of the general population. And then it's up to us to recognize that and to take a step back and have compassion for those people with where they are in their journey. And remember that that was you once too. And just by the pure magic of you realizing that, that is evolving you and that is transforming you and putting you closer and closer to your higher self. That is amazing. How about your job? How about it? How do you feel about it? Do you like it? Do you love it? Do you want some more of it? Do you hate it? Do you wish that you never started working there? Do you wish you never had to go back there? Do you wish every single day when you leave that it would just burn down so you would never have to go back? That's a problem. If you don't love what you do, do something else. And if you don't know what you want to do, then you need to start doing some research and figuring that out because I've figured out for myself personally when I was stuck in that situation where I hated my occupation. I hated my job. And I didn't necessarily hate the job. I hated that I was doing the job. I was not proud of myself in that place. There was nothing wrong with the job. I was not proud to tell people that that was my occupation. So I decided to make a change. Look at the situation, find the things that you don't like, and make a change. And so when I noticed that I was not happy with my circumstances, I thought about, well, what do I want? And it, that was very eye-opening for me personally because I had no idea. And I think a lot of us have absolutely no idea what we want. We know what we don't want, but we don't know what we do want. And that's step one is to figure out what you do want because now you know what you don't want. So, okay, well, that step's done. That's that's the hard part right there is figuring out what you don't want in your life, what does not serve you. So now you have that experience under your belt and it's time to move on to what do I want? Hmm. So I figured out what does not serve me. So let me figure out what does serve me. What brings me joy? What uplifts me? 
that's what's next. And then you dive into that. And it's not even that you're going to find necessarily one thing that is just going to be, you know, I feel like it's such a lie when people are like, oh, I've always wanted to do this my entire life. And I've, you know, there's just one thing and that, you know, they did it. And I just find that to be so fake. I don't, I don't know any child who has one single interest. Oh, this is the only thing I ever am interested in. And then that person grows up and I mean I've gone to school with a ton of people and none of them have ever done that where it's just like oh they were solely invested and interested in this one topic and then that is what they followed their entire lives that's not real so why do they make us feel that way in school it's like oh what do you want to be when you grow up I don't know I don't even know what the options are oh okay well hmm astronaut looks fun oh well you can't do that oh mm, okay uh how about a firefighter? I don't know. That's like one of the jobs I know exists, you know, and then so on and so forth. So figuring out what it is that you do want for your life, what's going to make you happy is step one. And try different things. Don't be scared to experiment. There's no such thing as failure. There is no such thing as failure. The only failure you will ever experience is because you didn't try. That is the only failure is not trying, not going after your dreams. Show up for yourself. Nobody else is going to do it. And also, just think about this. If you want someone else to show up for you, and you're not showing up for yourself, how do you ever expect them to show up? Right? Just, just, I'll leave that there. Instead of always whining about being fat and wishing you had rock-hard abs and then using that as an excuse to pity yourself and eat an entire box of cookies, focus on doing one thing every single day to get you closer to your goals. It's that simple. It can sound daunting and overwhelming at first to make a giant life change and to look at where you want to go and then look at where you are now and feel like that's impossible and it's, it's so intangible and that you're never going to be able to reach those goals, but that's not true and stop telling yourself that lie right now. Be honest with yourself because if you can't be honest with you, you're in big trouble. Be honest with yourself about where you are in your life, where you want to go, where you want to be, and the first steps that it's going to take to get there. And accept the fact that you're going to have to make a big change inside your mind in order to see a big change in the physical world. Every single day is just about getting one step closer. One percent better just a little bit at a time all of that's going to add up understand and accept that all good things take time you're not going to wake up tomorrow with the body and the life of your dreams no matter how many stars you wish upon without putting in the work you have to put in the work and I'm not going to lie to you it's not always going to be fun it's not always going to be exactly what you want to do when you want to do it. But that is part of putting on your big girl panties and doing it anyway. Because you know what your ultimate goal is and you know that this is necessary for you to reach that. It's about sacrificing in the current moment to reach your ultimate goals so that you can have that joy that you know that you're striving for, that you will accomplish why do we always want to bypass the work? That is the part that brings the wisdom and the strength 
to better navigate what we call life on this planet. If we aren't putting in the work and we aren't trying, then we aren't learning and we aren't growing. And if we're not falling down and getting back up, then we're not getting any stronger. How does a child expect to learn how to walk without falling down? Imagine if you were a child and you were trying to learn to walk and you fell down one time and then you were like, oh, okay, well, I guess I can't do this. You know, I just fell. Guess I, I'll never be able to walk in my life. How ridiculous would that be? That would be absolutely outrageous. Nobody would be walking. I think that children are a huge example of resilience and what it takes to make it in this world. And for some reason, when we grow up, quote unquote, we decide that it's too hard and scary to do that anymore. And we like get in our own way and psych ourselves out and we get scared to try. Children aren't scared to try new things. Children want to try new things. They're like, oh, me, 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 pick me, pick me. They're like, yes, first in, first in the row, they want to go. You know? So why are we so timid? Why are we so scared to try it out for ourselves? We are really terrified of failing. But like I said, the only failure you will ever have is because you didn't try. If you ever try, you will never fail. And if it doesn't work once, it's not because you failed. It's because it's time to get up and try again and make your muscles stronger and stronger and stronger until you get what you want. Just like learning how to walk. Your legs were not born muscular, ready to go, and run marathons. So next time you catch yourself feeling sorry for yourself and beating yourself down because you're not doing what you know you ought to be doing, just pause and think about how you can use that energy in a positive way to get you closer to your goals. How can you make the adjustments in your life that are necessary to start making those steps to get closer to where you want to go after you figure out what that looks like for you in this moment. And give yourself the flexibility to expand. Do not put yourself in a box because the more you learn, the more you will learn, and then the more you will learn, and then the more you will know, and then the more you will change. And you're going to constantly be growing and evolving and transforming. And there's nothing wrong with that. Getting clear on what it is that you want and leaving yourself room to add or take away from it but never giving up constantly okay I lied actually the only failure other than not trying is giving up right those who quit never winners never quit and quitters never win yeah that is that rings so true that people just overlook it because it's one of those cliche things like, oh, quitters, winners never quit and quitters never win. It's like, oh, okay, you've been hearing that your whole life. But just think about that. Winners never quit. That's what makes them a winner is because they did not give up. Okay, you can walk because you never stopped trying to walk. You never gave up on the hope that one day you would walk because you knew that you would walk. So you are, hopefully, most of you. I'm sorry if that's something that you don't have the privilege of doing in this life, but if you would have never tried and you would have never fallen down, then you would have never gotten back up and you would have never done it. And so you would constant, you would still be laying in bed all day long. And that's what, that's what we have to wrap our minds around is like, okay, where you are right now, you didn't get there because you didn't try to get there. So many of us go, we get to a certain point in our lives and then all of a sudden we're not happy there anymore. 
but we're like, oh, well, you know, this is where I am. And we forget the work that it took to get to that point in the first place. And at one point that might've been what it is that we wanted, but now we've evolved, we've transformed and we want different things. And that's fine. Go after what you want and do not give up on your dreams. And if what, if your dreams change their outfit and they look different down the road, then you can, you know, wear a different hat too. If you don't know where to start, that's a great place to be because opportunities are endless. If you don't know where to start, this is just perfect for you to just dive into everything. Just go for it and take action. Take action now. Do not be the forever student. This is something that I've been having to push myself past because I love to learn and there's nothing wrong with that. Always be a student. Do not, but do not be stuck in that spot. If you're learning constantly and you're not sharing what it is that you're learning, then you're doing a disservice to the planet. There's somebody that needs exactly what you have. And if you're not sharing it, then they're not getting it. And that is a shame. That is a disservice to that person who needs your assistance, your guidance, whatever you provide. They need it and you're not giving it to them because you're so scared of yourself. You're scaring yourself of nothing. Get over it and take action and do the damn thing. And do it different. Do it different than she's doing it or he's doing it or they're doing it. And do it different than you've done it before. Unless it's been working for you. But I mean, I feel like if you've gotten to this point in this episode and then something's not working. So it's time to do something differently. And I'm a firm believer in constantly, you know, um, shaking the shaking, shaking it up or whatever, whatever that expression is. I always want to, you know, look at things from a different angle and see if there's a more efficient way to get things done or or if I like the way somebody else is doing things better and I want to implement a little bit of their practice into my own or whatever it may be, but do not be scared to, to experiment. I love these quotes. If you always done what you've, if you always do what you've always done, then you'll always get what you've always got. I know we've all heard that before and it's so true. If you've all, if you always do what you've always done, then you will always get what you've always got. So if you don't want what you've always got, then you can't do what you've always done, right? Doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different outcome is the definition of idiocy, stupidity. Don't be a dumb, right? You're going to keep doing the same, same thing. It's like somebody who's digging a hole. Let's dig a hole and they're expecting that hole to get filled back in while they're still digging it. What? It doesn't work. You're never going to get where you want to go with that. Take your health, your body, and your life back into your own hands. Take the reins. Take the wheel. Take, take it back, you know. I'm all for Jesus having the wheel, but you better be, you better be driving too because I, my Jesus is the co-pilot and he be telling me where to go. But I got to drive, right? Same with you. You got to drive your own car. To where you wanted to go until you get there and then you can hire a driver <laughs> that's my goals <laughs> driver 
I hate driving. I need somebody to drive me around so I can look at all the surroundings because that is my favorite thing is to just drive and see everything that's going on around me and I get so distracted. So driving is not fun for me. You are the creator of your own life. And how cool is that? How freaking cool. You get to design every single day into the masterpiece that you envision for yourself, that that you want it to be. That is amazing. You get to do that. You get to create your life. Whoa. That's a gift. Don't throw that gift away. If you're not going to create it, who is? Nobody. Then you're going to keep being stuck miserable. You are the creator of your own life life. It is time to recognize that if you're not happy with your current life situation or an aspect of that life, then it's your responsibility to make the necessary adjustments to get where you want to go. It's that easy. Oh, you realize it? You don't like it? Okay, how do we change it? Next, it's your job to create a life of joy for yourself. It is your job to make sure you're not miserable. It's nobody else's job. It is not up to anyone else to make you happy and give you what you want. You're not a victim of this existence, so stop acting like it. Stop saying, oh, if only my parents wouldn't have gotten divorced, then I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be where I am now, and I wouldn't be depressed, and I wouldn't be miserable, or if only, um, you know, I hadn't have gotten laid off from my job, then I would have money, and I'd be able to do the things I want, and then I'd be happy, or if only, you know, my children were better, then I would be able to have more patience, and, you know, this, that, and the other. We constantly are coming up with all of these things so that we're a victim, so that way we don't have to take responsibility for our own actions and our own lives and creating our lives. And that's ridiculous. Get over yourself. You are a miracle of creation. And you hold immense power within yourself to do whatever you want to do. And I will let you know right now that you already are doing that. And you may be doing things that you don't want to be doing. But you're still doing them. And you're still choosing to do them. Even though you're telling yourself that you're not but you are. Right? Use that immense power that you hold within To create the life of your dreams. To choose to do something spectacular. To use this life in such a way that you are proud of yourself. You're proud of yourself. When somebody asks you what you do and how you do it, you are proud. It lights you up to share with them. Because you know that you are living on purpose. Choose to do what brings your heart joy. Choose to do that which makes you proud. Nobody else can do it for you or tell you what that will look like for you. Only you can figure that out for yourself. And it's your responsibility to figure that out and go after it. Take action and actively create your life. Do not be a bystander of your own life. Do not let someone else be the author of your story. Write your own story. That is something that I had to realize so long ago. I used to sit and be like, oh, I feel like I'm, my life is a book and I'm just reading it and turning the pages as I go and I'm just reading what's going to happen next. And then one day I was like, no, forget that. 
I'm the author of this book, and I'm actually writing it as I go. Wow, that's magical. That is magical right there. Writing your own story as you live your life instead of waiting to see what will happen. That's living passively. Nobody wants to live a passive life. I want to live an active life. I want to be actively involved in my life and making the decisions to get where I want to go and do what I want to do. I do not want to let anybody else dictate my life. Think about that word dictate. Speak. Speak your life into existence. The things that you say become... Wait, what? (coughs) How does it go? Excuse me. Thoughts become things and words give you wings. I can't remember where I saw that quote, but thoughts become things and words give you wings. That is amazing. Just think on that for a minute. One more time. Thoughts become things and words give you wings. It's called spelling for a reason. Casting spells to create your life. So better cast the right ones. Don't be cursing yourself. Never cursing yourself. If there's something about yourself that you want to change, instead of thinking about how awful that thing is over and over and over and talking about how terrible it is, talk about and think about how you want it to be instead. And you will start moving towards that. Embark on the journey that sets your soul on fire and lights you up from the inside out. Right? Nobody wants to be a dull. Nobody wants to feel like they're not exciting Nobody wants to feel like they're uninterested or uninteresting, rather. Everybody wants to be somebody that they're proud of. And you can. And you are. So do it. Because you are amazing. You are a worthy-ass bitch. Bitch. If you're not excited as fuck to get up every day and live life, then you are doing it wrong. Okay? Okay, Felicia? You're doing it wrong if you ain't happy. Alright, I'm just here to tell you right now, you're doing that shit wrong. So, start doing it right so you can be happy. And you know when you're doing it right because you be happy. Okay? Okay, girl. Alright, that's all I got for you today. I would love you guys and I will see you next time. As a pleasure, as always. And thank you for listening to The Worthy Bitch Podcast. Good night. And if you loved this episode, I would love if you could leave me a review on iTunes or you can find me on Instagram at The Worthy Bitch or YouTube at the same handle. My email is theworthybitch at gmail.com with a period instead of an I in the word bitch. So that is the worthy B period tch at gmail.com and stay tuned for my website that is currently in the making i love to connect with you and hear from you and i look forward to meeting you very soon have a great day chikasita